I think it's really fitting that on this podcast we speak about anxiety so that we can really understand as to not only what anxiety is, but how it works, why it's prevalent in today's age, and so much so compared to how things used to be, and also how to start to unwind anxiety, because that's sort of what it's like when it comes to anxiety, it's like a wound up experience, so we want to unwind. And this episode is going to be dedicated to just sort of scratching the surface to anxiety because there's so much depth to it. You can't really just just sort of put it in a box and say it's stress and fear. <laughs> because, I mean, yeah, in a way it is, but there's just so much more to it. And it's not just simple stress. It's not just simple fear, right? It's so much bigger than that. So let's first just touch on anxiety as to what it is. Right? So if we were to define it, I would define it as um, one of my favorite meditation teachers, David Kahneman, defines it and he says, anxiety is that sense that something is going to go wrong or is already going wrong. That irrational sense. Almost like there's that impending doom around every corner. And if I was to really relate it to my own experiences with anxiety, I'd, I'd say that's pretty spot on for me. Uh, that's just a rational sense that just something is always wrong. I just couldn't figure it out. I was so confused, so lost, so frustrated. And like, it just as he says, impending doom just around every corner, as if everything that I was about to do was difficult, was scary, would potentially bring the anxiety up to the surface. So it brought even more terror. It's like I was anxious about the anxiety, <laughs> right? So... Now, let's describe as to what actually happens and why it's so prevalent today. So when anxiety starts to occur, right, what is actually happening is the brain needs to go into a state of fight or flight quickly. So in order to do that, the brain demands oxygen. So what happens? <laughs> right? So quick inhalation and exhalation to get as much oxygen into the brain as possible. All right? the, the heart starts pumping uh, more profusely uh, to try get oxygen around the body and to the brain so the heart's pumping really hard um, the lungs are working really hard the entire system is working at its optimal level it possibly can to produce as much norepinephrine so adrenaline in the brain as possible uh, producing a lot of cortisol in the system adrenaline of course and with all this going on right unfortunately with a lot of the anxiety that comes up today, there's nothing physical to face because it's happening based on a thought process. So the fight or flight system is inherently designed to keep us alive, not to fight thoughts, right? So when we're running away from a tiger uh, back in the day or we're um, scouting for food in unknown territory and an enemy pops up, right? The fight or flight system comes up and basically it's designed to give three orders. One is to fight. The other is to flight, as the name says, right? To run. Um, and then the third is actually to freeze, right? So the fight or flight system is designed to do one of those three actions. Now, when a thought comes in or our boss comes and tells us off or we get into an argument in our relationship, 
fighting, flighting, or freezing don't exactly solve the issue. So unfortunately, it doesn't serve us in those moments. But that's because our fight or flight system isn't designed for those moments. So the best thing that we can do for those moments is to help ourselves unwind so that we can solve those moments with clarity, right? Because reacting in those moments is ultimately a primitive reaction, right? It's a primitive response. It's not a conscious response. So our best way is to respond, not react by being able to enable our consciousness to come into play rather than that primitive subconscious reaction to take over. So if you listen to the last podcast on meditation, that's a fantastic way to preempt oneself, one's ability to rewire their brain so that that reaction doesn't occur as frequently and over time eventually it doesn't occur at all, right? Um, Of course, there's always going to be situations, yeah, sure, but we can always work on those. Now, meditation isn't just this magic pill, right? It doesn't just go away and just make our anxiety go away, but it does help us to understand it at a deeper level as to where it's coming from so that we can prepare for those moments so that when those moments that would normally bring that anxiety up to the surface, we're already neurologically prepped so that when they do happen, we can step into them differently and change our experience compared to a previous experience that we might have had. Now, the crazy thing about anxiety is the fact that literally 40 million people or adults, just adults alone in America suffer anxiety. And that's only the recorded amount. I guarantee the number is so much more than that. And about a quarter of New Zealanders suffer some form of anxiety disorder. And again, once again, that is only the recorded. It is so much more. So that just goes to show the insane degree as to this struggle that is so prevalent in today's age and the thing is we're in such a comfortable generation in fact we're the most comfortable generation that's ever existed right there's literally these comforts and conveniences that we have today did not exist 50 years ago 100 years ago um, especially not any further um, back in history absolutely not right so things like just how accessible everything is, how simple everything is um, in the physical world. However, on the mental and emotional aspect, right, now we don't have a tiger to run away from. Now we don't, well, people listening to this podcast probably don't have a war to fight, right? Now we don't have those things that require our fight or flight state to be active. So that's an installed uh, system within the entire human contraption if you will and it doesn't just disappear right evolution must occur so our brains and our bodies haven't quite adapted to this level of comfort and convenience so we've got this extra thing that isn't exactly required to the degree it used to be right it might be required if you you've got a gun held to your head or a knife um, held to your throat right and all of a sudden something might kick in great that's helpful then but it's not helpful in most of our situations in day-to-day life so with all this occurring that means we need to try to turn to consciousness try to turn to mindfulness to actually solve what's going on with anxiety so i'm going to give you some quick tips to try to solve anxiety in the moment but ideally we want to try use preventative measures otherwise it's not actually going to shift our neurological uh state when it comes to those situations that are leading to the triggers that create the anxiety because although during anxiety it feels like i don't know why this is happening i'm so overwhelmed where is this coming from why can't i stop it right there's this confusion but there's always a reason 
something has been instilled at some stage that has led to something that you might not be aware of being um, being able to trigger that thing right so there's something that we can talk more about at a later stage but for now three simple things that you, i want you to try if anxiousness does come up okay first thing is a very quick state to change to a breath so dr andrew huberman designed two types of breaths that are very great at shifting one state the first is a double inhale through the nose and a longer exhale through the mouth so it's just and doing this three times just three times will dump a whole lot of carbon dioxide which is why you do the second breath and to dump carbon dioxide out of the bloodstream and that allows you to exhale that so you can improve the balance of oxygen to carbon dioxide um, the other one you can try is just quick inhalations through the nose and out the mouth so it'll be like and doing that um, ideally 20 to 30 times another great option is to actually just to go for a walk and that can be anywhere it doesn't matter and to look from side to side this is called eye movement desensitization therapy and there's some amazing science behind that as well that brings about a calming sensation to the system and also with the forward momentum brings a sense of dopamine which allows the system to be more desensitized as well anyway any further questions um, that you want me to go over in future podcasts just let me know have a beautiful day. Everything's gonna be alright.